0: Welcome everyone, Uh, we're on Sadi Hay 95B, and uh, we're asking some questions about when they do a Pesach Betumah, meaning that we're used to a Pesach in the Beis HaMikdush where they follow all the rules, but once they do things Betumah, once they're allowing people that are impure, so then we want to know what other rules uh, change, what other rules is there leeway for or not. So let's begin the, uh, on the last line on Sadi He Amidbeis, 95. So uh, the people that are Tame Mes usually uh, do not eat korbanos. Uh, and here they get to eat korban pesach. Now, part of the korban pesach is supposed to go on the mizbeach. Uh, what happens? Uh, they're not supposed to uh, eat this. That's a different problem. But you're not allowed to make any part of a korban Tame. And we understand that the part that you need to eat, you're going to get Tameh because you're going to eat it. But what about if they made Tameh the part that was going to go on the mizbeach? Do we throw the book at them or not? Dochu <speaking> The Tameh mesim pushed themselves, pesach, <speaking> and they ate uh, the innards of pesach uh, during that time where pesach haba And Rashi points out these are not the for- there are certain fats the fats that are forbidden you can't eat. But R- Rashi says, Kigon klyos. what if it's a kidney? <laughs> the sakavet, or part of the liver. So, uh, And they went and they ate it, Batuma. As we turn to today's page, Mahu, mid istri, tumas basar. Well, you're allowed to eat the meat of the korban, Batuma. Istri namis, tumisimurim. Maybe there's no laws of tumma in the base of English today. Oh or perhaps, maida istri istri, what's permitted is permitted, maida low istri low istri. What's not permitted is not permitted. Why should that be permitted? So, he says, Where do we learn out that you can't make the, uh, these pieces, the parts that go in the mizbeach, you can't make them tameh? Where do you learn them out? We actually learn it out from the Korban itself. that That's included in the verse that warns you not to make it tameh. But the verse itself is talking about the korban uh, as a whole. So kol hecha de isle baser. Anytime you're not allowed to make that holy meat of the korban Pesach, tameh, so isle Then a person would be in trouble if he made those innards, tameh. Kol hecha de lesle baser. But over here, during Pesach HaBabatumah, where there is no halacha of tumas baser, lesle So therefore, he won't have to worry about that specific problem. One final question, Boy Razaira. Now, uh, we've, we've been, until now, we've talked about Pesach Rishon, as we've been calling it, and then Pesach Shani is the Pesach Shani, the makeup. Now we're going to add a new dimension. Uh, good morning, Dr. Yafi. The new dimension uh, is what about a Pesach Mitzrayim, the original Pesach? And uh, um, we don't think. Uh, uh, too much about that, meaning that uh, um, it's, that was the, um, the original is usually the prototype. But uh, in Mitzrayim, they weren't in the of HaMegdash. So how did that original Pesach go? So uh, let's let's see what the question will be. boyer of a Pesach Mitzrayim. Now, we know that an intrinsic part of the Korban Pesach is to take that little bit of fat and put it on the Mizbeach. And that's uh, that gives you the go ahead to eat the rest of the Kormen pesach. So hecha ifterinu, when they were in their, uh, I don't know if they lived in huts or in their uh, tents or wherever they were, and they brought their Kormen pesach, where did they, uh, where did they burn the innards? We just talked about can you make the innards tamay? and uh, but where did they do it in Mitzrayim? Amar Abaye, Abaye said. Who said they didn't eat them? Maybe they made them uh, into the stew, so to speak. Maybe the, you can only have a rule of putting on the Mizbeach if you have a Mizbeach. Maybe they didn't have any Mizbeach, and so maybe they just ate them. Uh, it got the spit treatment. Maybe they put the, uh, the liver on the spit, right? So uh, that's first of all. Va'od, and then listen to this, Ha'tani de bej, uh, Rav Yosef. Habisham. Uh, so let's go back a step there. We actually skipped a step. There's also the sprinkling of the blood. There's the sprinkling of the blood towards the Mizbeach, and then there's the burning of that little piece of fat. So where did they sprinkle the blood? So actually they had a place to sprinkle the blood. They had three places. Al On the doorpost, Al the doorpost, the uh, media que and there was nothing else there uh but other than those those places, so there really wasn't a place to burn the fats that's the uh um, uh I guess so, yeah, I guess so I guess that's what what happened uh it's interesting that we're calling the doorpost and the the lentil the mizbeach. in other words, mm-hmm. just like you sprinkle like the 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 door replaced you know the it's it's interesting. Way of looking at it, you know, like the um, sort of reverse engineering now. Yes, yeah. And it's not only one misbeach, it's three, right? That's, that's the way he said it. It's uh, Gimel Mizbechas. There were three, three mizbechas. Okay, new Mishnah and uh, more on the subject of the original Pesach. Now, there's an important concept, and that is that we find the first time the Torah mentions something, that's usually the prototype. In other words, that's the example. If we want to know what our seder should look like, we should look at what their seder looked like. So, uh, but there were some big differences uh, to what happened in Mitzrayim and ours. So that's what we're going to discuss. Ma ben Pesach Mitzrayim, the Pesach Doros. And uh, what, what's, what's the difference between the original Pesach, that's Pesach Mitzrayim, and Pesach Doros, that's us, Pesach of all generations. So first of all, uh, so we're going to see there are a number of differences, which is surprising, but that's the way it was. Or uh, maybe it shouldn't be surprising. You know, the um, Pesach Mitzrayim were the events that evolved that later on were made into a holiday, so to speak, even though the Torah preceded Pesach Mitzrayim. But the initial Pesach Mitzrayim was different than, than uh, so he explained, Pesach Mitzrayim, Mechel Bebe So first of all, they had to take the sheep from the 10th of the month. Toin Hazar Bagudus Ezov. Uh, and they also had a spritz where they took some hyssop. We don't use any hyssop in our, uh, for our Pesach. And they had to put it on their doorposts, the blood on the doorposts and the two side posts. And they had to be on the ready. They were told to eat the Korban Pesach ready to go with their boots on and with uh, their walking stick. And uh, they had a special mitzvah to eat it in a way that they were... Ready to run, Uh le in one night. Upesach doros, whereas the pesach doros our pesach no Koshiva. We got it all seven days. So right away we're going to ask in the Gemara we only bring korban pesach on the first day, but that's the Gemara is going to ask. Okay, let's see the Gemara. Um, uh, Manoland, uh, where do you know the uh, that it had to be taken uh, uh, the korban pesach from the, and the? It's actually what we call Shabbos Hagadol. How do you know that they had to take it four days earlier? Dabro From the 10th of the month, for A Be'eser. It says, this, take this one. That's a few extra words over there. Why does it, it, it should just say, uh, uh, it should take it. What, take this one. So we learn, this one has to be taken from the 10th, whereas future times you won't have to take it early. This was the weaning off of the idol worship. They were worshiping that uh, uh, lamb, and now they were taking it early to get ready. This was a special preparation, a, a, a time frame that was needed for that generation. We, don't, we can go to the base of Migdash and buy a, uh, buy a lamb in the market there. We don't have to get it four days early. Okay. If that's true, there's another pastic. Uh, the question is on the... We're darshaning the words hazeh, this one. Ela miyato ad um, this is a, um, uh, it's another Pasuk that talks about the preparing of the animal. Now, this isn't so much on the 10th, but this refers to that animals have to be healthy and you have to make sure that they're uh, uh, well. Uh, do you mean to say that korbanos in general don't need to be watched? So again, there is a difference. They... They Not only did they have to make sure the animal was healthy, they had to come and bring it in the house and tie it to the bedpost. That was a unique mitzvah. But we just have to make sure it's healthy, meaning that the people that sell the korbanos have to take possession uh, earlier and inspect them and make sure they're healthy for four days. And not only is it Korban Pesach, but it's even the daily offering. Before the shkita, and it uses a similar term. uh, We're making a comparison between the korban pesach and the daily offering. Uh, Three lines down, just like korban pesach always needs four days before you shecht it. So we see that it isn't a one-time thing. At least this second Pesach, about the the uh, the checking. And it says the word this. So again, there's two, two psukim. There's the one about taking it and tying to the bedpost, and there's the one in general about observing offerings and making sure that they are are healthy. Uh, and we, we, uh, we said, well, the first one about taking it on the 10th, that only applies to Pesach Mitzrayim. It doesn't apply to us because it says, hazeh, this one. But we want to say, well, if we say that drasha, we should say the same drasha about the second part, about the bikur, about the taking of the animal, and it's actually not so. We learn out from there to other carbonists that you got to do that. So Morris said, shani hasom, that's different. Steve, tishmaru. It says the word tishmaru, which tells us that uh, uh, it does apply to other offerings. It's, it's like a reboy kind of thing. Okay, well, Doris uh, uh and, um, and also, and the Pesach of the later generations, It says, you will uh, do this service in this month. Once we know what the original one is, um, uh, it says by the the all future generations that they should be similar. So um, basically we're backing off. We first thought that we were saying it's only true of Petzal Mitzrayim and it's not true of future generations and we're saying, no, it's absolutely true that we have to have this four-day thing. So then, uh, if that's true, <laughs> so what do we do with the original Drusha? Allah, ha Hazeh. What are we going to do with that Hazza This one and not another one. We thought it was this one, Pesach Mitzrayim, and not Pesach Generations, Pesach Doros. And we see Pesach Doros. We have this other Pesach that says that on Pesach Doros, the Pesach Generations is supposed to be identical. So the answer is, Lamutah Pesach Shendi. It's coming to exclude Pesach Sheni, the it's similar. Pesach Sheni doesn't need the four days. Uh, that's what the one we excluded, and that's a little easier to exclude. el miata. where's the question, what about the following? You see, we're, uh, basically, we started off with the premise that Pesach Mitzrayim has more rules than, the, than our Pesach, and the Gemara slowly is going to show that uh, it sounds like we don't say that, and so we'll have to explain how we fit the psukim it says by pesach Mitzrayim, uh, that you um, by pesach Mitzrayim, you had to eat the meat at night. Uh, do you mean to say that only applies to the original seder and not to the uh, pesach in the future? It says alameli. Um, Didn't the Pasuk say that we do it to esavoda? Again, this is the same as the previous quote. This is, we do ours like they did theirs. Good morning, Steve. We're on uh, uh, 96a, right in the middle of the page. And um, we're talking about the original celebration of Pasuk that was in Mitzrayim. And it uses a word that this one, implying that this one is different than other ones. And we're slowly proving that even what we call Pesach Doros, or the Pesach that we do today, uh, was not that different, was very similar. Because we have this Pesach that says, Vavadata es Avoda, we will do the service that our Avoda is the same as their Avoda. So then, getting back to what do we do with the word Hazza? so the Mora says, That's a different Hazza. That actually is in the Haggadah, the, uh, the Pesach <laughs> of uh, um, weather, weather, um, uh, that the, what, what you do with the zeh, whether it says halayla hazeh or referring to, uh, uh, it says over here, layla hazeh, and it says in Mitzrayim, halayla hazeh, whether it's a, uh, the days and the days and the nights, um, that's a different russia el okay. so now, again, we're slowly showing that many of the laws that we thought only applied to Mitzrayim actually applied to us. el according to that, so we're really asking lots of questions on that original theory that, there, that pesach mitzrayim is unique, and we're showing that almost everything applies. El miyata by pesach mitzrayim it said if you're uncircumcised you can't participate. Hachanami do you want to tell me here also deboe nurochol you want to tell me all right the original pesach they did a brisk check no bris no meat. och but in future generations nurochol abul pesach doris do you mean to say that we don't do a bris check, you can't have anybody at the at, 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 at eat the corn pesach if they didn't have a bris. I don't know if you have to check for it. You got to ask, uh, but they need to know the halacha that if you don't have a bris, you can't eat. So that does apply to us. Ella Oma varata. didn't uh, we, we, we didn't say ella omakrov varata It says that our pesach has to be the same. So uh, so we need to explain. I what was unique then about that? Ella bo lameli. What do we do with that bow? in it it's coming to tell you something else that if a person doesn't have a bris even for good reasons for medical reasons uh, he's not allowed to eat the korban Pesach even if it's not his fault even if the doctors say he can't have it but the good news is he can't eat the matzen and Marer so the, 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 the problem of a bris only has to do with korban Pesach so the good news is when you have your Seder you don't have to do a bris check because they can eat uh, matzah mur, even if they likely didn't have a bris. So that's good news, right? Um, but that's actually the halacha, right? They're, you're allowed to... Sometimes you have people that you know never had a bris. They don't even know, hardly know they're Jewish, right? So, uh, but uh, it's only a halacha in Kormen Pesach, uh, but not a halacha in matzah mora. Uh, but next, let's keep on asking. It says, It said the original Kormen Pesach, You can't be the son of a stranger. You can't be a... Uh, let's see what that means in a second. Uh, but do we mean to exclude that from our... Um, Rashi learns Ben Necher, the son of a stranger, means if you worship the idols. Let's see, Rashi, Ben yeah, Necher, if, if you don't believe in Hashem, you can't join in the Seder. So, Hachanami, do you mean to say that was only the original, the Boe'en? Do you mean to say in future generations we can allow people that don't believe in Hashem Amakrava we have the Pasuk that says that our Pesach is identical. So what do we do with that? So Elabo Well, how do we darshan the bo? Bo It's coming to a different halacha. Over here, for Corbin Pesach, you've got to be a believer. The ain but Truma. But Truma, if you're you Cohen can eat Truma even if he's not a believer. There's no Amuna test about Truma. It's interesting uh, because the, the pesach was an expression of amuna. You had that meant that you have belief, and if you're insisting that you don't have belief, then you can't eat the korban pesach. But uh, Truma has no such amuna test. It's just interesting, even though it's a it's it's, an avoda, it's a voda. It's significant, but it's not the same. Uh, now, the itzriklamikta. Uh, now we had to write an oral uh, an uncircumcised itzriklamend ben and we had to write somebody that was a uh, foreign religion. Dikasra oral, if we wrote uncircumcised, can't eat the corn Pesach, Mishum Demias. There's something physically disgusting about him. We see somebody being uncircumcised is disgusting. Abu Ben Necher. but somebody that uh, it just has some funny thoughts in his mind. Lomias, uh, he doesn't look disgusting, he just thinks disgusting. <laughs> so Emil maybe we can have him in the Seder, because if you watch the Seder, everything looks fine. So therefore srika. If you said the ben his heart isn't focused, so you can't have him. avo ora, you can have a very from, very observant person who's who's uncircumcised. So therefore, you need it. So okay, so that's that's a specific halacha in korban pesach. The going to keep on going. It says uh, this is uh, actually not so clear what it refers to, uh, it's, it's saying that you can't have uh, other people join in the Seder. Uh, uh, usually it means like, usually a Toshev means like a, a Jewish servant, like a, uh, uh, a, uh, an Ebed or. but it says that they, sh- they shouldn't, uh, o- only the people that were invited and had a brisk can join in the Seder. So hachanami de bohu en ocho do you mean to say that we, uh, we do allow them? Amur Krav HaVarata, it's got to be the same. What do we learn out from the word bo? The, over here by the Pesach, if somebody joins another religion, they can't join in. But it doesn't work for Truma. Uh, we keep on going, but according to the following, we're consistently working our way through every one of the laws that are learned out of that Pesach to show that they do apply to our Pesach. It says, in you, you circumcise your servants, and then they can eat. See, the reason why it's, this is strange is they didn't have servants in Egypt yet. They just got their own freedom. They were the servants. They were the servants. So um, it's 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 actually a pusik though. Most people don't don't know, you know, it's like one of those psukim like it's hard to know exactly what it refers to. In other words, there's a pusik by the Jews in Egypt that says, Well, don't let the servants eat unless you get the, they get a brisk. So do do you mean to say that it doesn't apply to Pesach? I'm a is the same. Um, so over here for the seder, if you have a bris, but if your servants or your servants' kids don't have a bris, the, the, uh, your male, your children or your servants, then you can't have a seder either. That doesn't hold you back by truma. But according to what we're saying, what what about it says the halacha by pesach mitzrayim? Don't break the bones. Hachanami, the boi nushover, does it mean in Pesach Mitzrayim you can't break a bone? I will show a Pesach Doris, but we're allowed over We have the Pesach of that says that our Pesach's got to be the same. So how do we in the bow? El bo lam bo It's only if it's a Korban Pesach that's Keshur, if the Korban Pesach is pusher, you're allowed to break the bones. Ele miata it says <laughs> don't eat it raw, yata ocho, you're not allowed to eat the Pesach Mitzrayim raw four lines from the bottom. Does, does that mean we're allowed to eat it raw? So uh, what do we do? You're right. So what do we do with limanu? That's we use that for a drasha that we had quoted uh, before from Rabbah. Um, uh, um, that was. There's another drusha we learn out from there. Yeah, Rashi, two lines from the bottom. Uh, Nemr Pesach, Nemr um, has to do with a drusha of Miser. Whether an whether, uh, uh, uncircumcised person can learn from Miser, there's another drasha. So, just to review what we've been doing, the Mishnah said there are certain differences between the original Pesach and future Pesachim. And it referenced, because it sounded like this one, implying that this one is different from ours, But then we have a different Pesach that implies that ours have to be authentic, have to be the same. And so we end up having the Darshan, what is the specific rule that we exclude our Pesach from? Okay, And then we we went through like five or six different ones. So then the Mishnah did say that the original was eaten in a a hurry and ours wasn't, Manolan. That was the only time we ate it in a rush. Most people at their Seder, as you know, are not in a rush. <laughs> they go all night long. Okay. So Upes- that is the difference. Yeah, it is a difference, I mean, yeah. A difference, yeah. something we don't do. Yeah, yeah, that was in the Mishnah. So, the, so there are some, some ways. That, okay. So the Morris says says, what in the world are we talking about saying that you have a, a Seder all seven days? If we're referring to the Corbin Pesach, Pesach shiva Miika. Who has seven days of Seders, right? Who has Korban Pesach seven days? Ela achametz. It's talking about... Get of thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, some people with a second Seder, they're all, they're all spent, you know. Uh, why is it enough, right? Right. So, uh, so as we turn the page, so it's referring to chametz, that chametz... Uh, these days we got we for a whole week we got to manage without any pizza without any bagels any hummus. So does that mean to say mechal the pesach mitsrayim leimah echad? So this the way this sounds is that the original pesach they only had to eat matzo one day, only the first day, and then they stopped. They were done. Is that true? Vasulo uh, and not more. Had Vatanya, we learned of Yoshi Glom and Nine it was how do you know they only had to do it one day? Actually, one full day. Tawalo Yoko Khamitz Yotsi. So there it implies that it was not only at night, but even the day. But Lumara says Ahakakamra, it means Lila Akad, Fahuadin uh it meant that it was one day and uh, a day and a night. For who had din la doris. for Kimutsu Kolayoma Pesakdorus shiva. The first Pesach, we're just debating whether it was maybe just that night you only couldn't eat chametz, but the next morning you could have uh, bread. But he says, no, we've proved that he, Pesach Mitzrayim was a full 24 hours. But, uh, come think of it, like I said, uh, the original Pesach, the, the, the Isser of chametz was only one day. Uh, by already the second day, they were allowed to have chametz. That's what it just said, yeah. Pesach, uh, Chumutzah, Kolayom, Pesach Doros, it's a it talks about it being a seven day yantif and the seventh day is also is also But you the only the, as far, as the, far as the eating commits was only the first day. Yeah. Like yeah. the soft shaky. Yeah. Um so what do you do the other the other six days of the yantif? You, you have bread, and, and bagels and, and all the <laughs> good pizza, you know. right. right. Pizza, right, that's right. So the freedom, they're celebrating the freedom. Okay. Um, so, I w- we're just wondering here, it's, it doesn't sound like a celebrating Pesach if you're eating Chametz. Like, how did they do, you know, like the uh, but um, for whatever reason, the Torah says it was only the original Pesach was only one day, the original eating of matzah was only one day. They were on the move, they probably didn't eat much anyway. Yeah, or maybe they had man, man wasn't necessarily Chametz, right? It was... so the one didn't start the that was till later, I see. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Let's see the Mishnah. Um, new Mishnah, new Halacha. Uh, now we're going to get into something else. Uh, and that has to do with what's called a tzmura. Uh, uh Sometimes, uh, uh, if you lost, uh, uh, well, sometimes the uh, a person would uh, be so excited about bringing a Korban Pasach and they'd be worried that there wasn't enough meat. So they would want to add to it. And they would take the holiness of the Pesach and put it on another animal. And you're really not supposed to do that. But if you do it, it works. So then the question is, what do you do if they made this Tmura? So Om Rav Yeshua, I heard one view is that you could bring, if somebody made an uh, additional Pesach, that you could bring it. And then I heard Tmura's Pesach, you don't ainly lefarish, but i don't know how to explain that <laughs> do you or don't you i heard both Omar maybe said no problem I'm and ye farish i could explain to you uh pesach ervikiva can explain everything he said so yeah so pesach shnimsa kodamski to pesach so if you found the original pesach uh, what happened was that uh, you couldn't. Your lamb ran away. It was a moving target, and you were afraid you wouldn't find it. So you brought a substitute. So if you found the original pesach bef, uh, before you shechted the replacement, so uh, and then you're ending up only using one. So the other one is a reject. So since it's a reject, you can't use it. Yirachi if You let it get a blemish or yimkhor, and then you sell it via and then you get you bring a shlamim. The kate morasso um and the same thing would be if you made a tmura after you shected the pesach it would be brought as a shlamim and uh and the same thing would be if you uh did uh if you did another tmura. okay uh, let's see some rashis uh shamati uh, i heard who would you hear from rashi said bosa from my rebbe she t'murah pesach krava shlamim you could bring it after pesach but i've heard another place says no is a pesach kreva. Pesach, there is a substitute for Pesach that you're not allowed to bring, the original. But, so if you can't bring it, what do you do? He gets to go out to the green pastures and enjoy life. So sometimes you can uh, just bring the substitute and sometimes it has to get a blemish first. I forgot what I heard. Which one you do and which one you don't. So, we're saying that if you had it, if you found the substitute and you had the original, then it's rejected. Because you're, you're specifically saying, I'm going to take this one and not that one. When it's a reject, you can't bring it later. We don't bring, you don't bring to Hashem something that was a reject. So, what you do is you let it get a blemish and then you bring another one. And whereas, if it wasn't rejected, it just was missing or wasn't there, then it could be brought. So, let's see the Gemara. Well, he's trying to bring this because he wants more meat. Uh, yeah, or, or the... Uh, the. Well, why wouldn't that be like a Shlomim? Uh, oh, it is like a Shlomim, but... Um, but he transferred the Kedusha. Mm-hmm. So it makes it not a Shlomim? Because it would be another Pesach? Right now, it's like another Pesach, and you can't have two. Right. So, right. so So it's so <laughs> it, it's it's like the one that you bring and the one that you don't bring. I guess he was afraid that... Uh, uh, and he had two, but he only... Used he only used one, right. Right. So if, um, uh, if we knew ahead of time that this was for later, it would be a shlavin. But since it, it's like, well, maybe I'll use this one or I like this one better, uh, so uh, we only use one. It's, it, it, the concept that one is not being used is called a reject. Once something gets a rejection, then it, it stays out of the running. That, yeah. that's, that seems to be this halacha. Okay. Um... Let's see the Gemara. Why does it say um, he said the Tmura of the Pesach? Why doesn't he just say there's a Korban Pesach that you bring and one you don't bring? That uh, there is a um, uh, there is one that's not brought. It says Kodum Shkita Ula It depends on if it was done before the Shkita or after the Shkita. Once you already have one, you can't get another one says, Kodum if it's before the time or after the time. Pesach. He said, uh, how can it he said it says before the, the Pesach was Shechted. So you see clearly it goes by the uh, when you shechted the original. So the Morris says, Ema Kodem Zman pesach. You could say he means the time, which is chatzos. That there could be that's the uh, kitanoi, and that's really a debate. A pesach If you found the original uh, before you shechted the substitute yira, uh, then you send it out to pasture. If you found it afterwards, then uh, Then you bring it as a shlamim. Rebbe Lozer says no. yira. Before midday, uh, you could let it go to pasture. If you find it after, then it could be brought. So then we said is a pesach, and then what is it brought as? It's brought as a shlamim. Omarava, Loshanu, that's only true. Elish Nimsa Akashkita, Vehemerbo uh, Akashkita. What happened is, you found it after the. Um, uh, we're talking about multiple uh, offerings over here. There's the Timura, and. Um, but, excuse, which one was The original or the Timura? Um, I don't think they've told us yet. That's the whole trip yeah which uh, which one it is we don't know yet right yeah we... let's let's do um the this, I think. yeah there is a rashi right in the middle of the mishnah that i just want to do he explains the pesach shaved what happened is you lost your pesach vehifrish acha taktas and you separated another one in its place and now you found the first one before you did the second one so um uh, so uh, that's the um, that what we're talking about uh, you, you, and it, there's, there's two things going on here that's why it's so confusing is the, you've got the sub and then you've got the tmura where you took the holiness off this and you put it on another uh, that's a separate halacha but you've got two korbanas for the same um, uh, this tmura in this case there, there's a tmura where you can't find the Pesach and you, you set aside another one it's not where you actually said, let me take the holiness of this and put it on this. It's that you just brought another uh, an, uh, a substitute. So, And then when we said, but kent that's when we meant you took the holiness off and you put it on something else. So the question is, where you have a sub and you find the original, and so if the original was rejected because uh, you had them both and you decided to bring one and not the other, so, once it's rejected, you can't bring it later as a shlamim. If you only found the original after you brought the first one, so then you bring it afterwards, the shlamim was never rejected, it was just lost. So, that's the basic, basic rule. Uh, let, let's see the words. So Which one was it then? It was the, it was the substitute, it wasn't the tumura. Oh, because you, you couldn't find that one, right? <coughs> it, and, and now you've got to put him out to pasture and hope that he gets a moon. Right. Well, again, there are two scenarios. So again, what happened is you got this lamb and you're getting ready to shaft it. And it wasn't in the mood to be shafted. It runs away, okay? So you're not sure if you're going to find it. So then you you say, quick, let's get another one. So there's two scenarios. One is, it always happens. Once you get the other one, you find the original. So uh, now what happens is you say you have to choose one to bring. So you're rejecting one. So once you reject it, Mm -hmm. uh, usually when you have a leftover after Pesach, you're allowed to bring the leftover. But this one already was said, I'm not bringing this one. Yeah. So once it stays rejected, so you can't bring a reject, you have to let yeah. it go to pasture. Whereas if, you, uh, if the pestle disappeared, you bring, you set another one, and then you find it after you shected the first one, it was never rejected. Then you just bring it afterwards as a shlameh. Oh. So we really don't know which one is being right now. Then, right? Yeah, we don't, know, we don't know which one they chose in the end. Well, no, no, no. We we be the rejected. second one. Yeah, yeah, typically what well, happens is... The, the this... second was one is, a, is on hand. That was, the, that was the second case, but before, yeah. the, before it's been shafted, then the, one, the other one, the original one, comes back, you would use that one, right? Uh, well, you could, but you didn't. <laughs> right. Oh, that's a different case. <laughs> right, right, right. In theory, oh, so you the could use... The one is the second one. Whichever one that you choose to reject is going to be the one that you can't bring afterwards. As a schlub. maybe you've got to let it go to pasture. because Depending on before or after sheep. Right, that's right. right. Either out to pasture or as a schlub. That's right. Uh, But what's the case where it's not rejected? Because once you already choose something, then by definition you're rejecting... No, it's lost. You can't find it. No, you Uh, just didn't have it on way. That would be the first one. That can only happen with the first one. The first one, right. But once you now have a substitute that you actually did check, now that first one is rejected, isn't it? You didn't reject it. You just couldn't find it. It wasn't the bill that went around. No, it was never... (laughs) Right. (laughs) That's right. Yeah. So let's see the Gemara. We're at the at the two dots. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Umarava, yeah, Lo uh, only yeah. You found it, it showed up after the of the first one. or you made a substitute after Shkita. If you made the substitute on the one that's rejected, Lo Krava, then you won't bring the substitute. Again, there's two halachas. There's the the um, there's the one that we're calling a substitute and then there's the tmura, which is the replacement. Um, but uh, so if the tmura is coming from the one that's rejected, the tmura becomes the reject. If the tmura is not from the one that's rejected, that's right. then, then it's just the slummi. Mm-hmm. You're allowed to bring the leftover Pesach offering to shlamim. So what was the case? E akashkita if you found it after you checked the first one, and you did the t'mura after the shkita, p'shita. It's not from a reject. Why would you need a tell you could bring it? So maybe it's coming to tell you, even if you found it the original before uh, you did the replacement, and you did the t'mura after the shkita, that you could bring it. And we're saying, but why are you allowed to bring a t'mura of a reject? The Gemara says, no, that, that, both cases are the same. You found the sheep after you shechted one, and you did it's more after you shechted one. And so then our question one, it's obvious you could bring it. So the Gemara said, cross, You're right. That's, uh, the Pussek isn't coming to teach us you could bring it. We're just showing you that that's so. So the Gemara said, but so then what does the Pussek tell you? It tells you that they bring the tail of a Korban Pesach. Um, now there's another drasha. it says, that comes to include a Pesach that got, uh, what happens if it's a leftover Pesach, but now it's too old? Or that once it g- turns into a Shlamim, it changes. And it's no longer a Pesach, the leftover afshetoyn smicha, just like a shlamim, you put your hands on it, and a sachim, you have to bring little libations, and you've got to wave it, and then when it says uh, the goat, though, it seems like the goat's a little different. In what way is the goat different from the lamb? There's no tail over there. I think a goat's tail is like there's nothing to it. It's, not, it's like a stub or something. Yeah, it's not the same as a lamb. Uh, some people learn on the first halacha, six lines from the bottom, if you found the original before you shefted the sub, so uh, so you're rejecting one, So then you go out to pasture and get a blemish, and then you what you do with the new one is you bring it as the shlamim. and the same thing would be with the timura, the reason that it's a reject uh, is that you found it before the shkita, and you did the temura before the Shkita. But if you just found the original before the Shkita and you didn't do the temura till after Shkita, so temura so crave then you could bring it. Because at that point, nothing's being rejected. My time, a kava Shkita, because when the Shkita defined it, midi to chazileh, when it was fit, midi to low chazileh, you're never going to bring a temura low kava. That would not be set by the Shkita. Okay, we'll stop here two lines. Uh, from the bottom. And again, we'll just uh, to review, we're talking about two different um, uh, animals. One is where you lost your sheep or your goat, and then you set aside a substitute. And another is where you had the original, and you put another animal next to it, and you say, I want this to have that holiness. Mm-hmm. And so we're just saying a concept that once something is rejected, you can't bring a reject. But leftovers, uh, leftover animals after Pesach were brought as shlamim, and shlamim is processed differently than the korban Pesach. Um, have, uh, so tomorrow, I'm going to go to the first uh, minyan that I get to and listen to Megillah, Mir Tzashem, and then give the daf. So you're welcome to tune in uh, live. I just don't know what time. Well, which one? No, no, I'm not here. I'm going to be out of town. Uh, so, uh, but uh, I will be putting up the podcast. That should be up there as well. Um, Rabbi Feldman will be giving the Shabbos Shir Hashem, and uh, uh, I hope to do Mutzi Shabbos at nine o'clock. If you want to tune in then, and uh, hopefully Sunday morning will be uh, uh, the usual time. Uh, and uh, Mitzvah, I'll be back Sunday uh, Sunday for the seven p.m. in person. Mitzvah, okay, praise and of everybody. Okay.